Trent Girdle, one of the hottest prospects, not even in Australia anymore. It's Asia. You know, you're fighting in Abu Dhabi. You're fighting in Japan. You're fighting in Thailand. Man, it's good to get you back on the show. What you been up to, Trent? Just been doing my life, living in Thailand, taking whatever fights they give me, and just try to chase down my nail cape. Knock that, knock that boy out. Isn't he uh, in Thailand right now? Yeah, he's in Thailand, but he thinks he's like some Playboy Gucci guy. It's good. Like, he's making money now. He's making good money, I think. So. Well, aren't you trying to see it's that money too, right? Yeah, that's the plan. That's the plan. Um, let's uh, go back to uh, your last fight, your promotional debut, you know what I mean? Because I felt like that fight, it, it you showed a lot of layers in that fight. Even though, you know, at the in the third round, you know, you got caught. But I felt like you you showed another uh, a level in that fight. Do you feel the same way? Yeah, a lot of people were saying like my striking was amazing and on point in that. But honestly, like I'm always my worst critic, so I know like the things I should have done and what I didn't do. But everyone said it was an exciting fight, good fight. Victor Henry's on an eight fight win streak or seven fight win streak. But I want that rematch. You know, every time I lose, I'm like, oh, rematch. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Eventually, these guys want to chase them down. So Now I've got three people to chase down, so it's getting harder. i got to stop <laughs> losing. It's too hard. i got to chase this guy, this guy, and this guy. Four is just one. Now it's three. So get those L's back. Well, uh, you know, if you keep fighting, you don't even have to think about those those losses, yeah. I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the be, thing. Everyone's be, like, there's your bigger last fish. Fight. Yeah. So um, now with the loss, you know, what I mean, you know, you got, you know, you had that loss. Losses suck. Like you said, you want rematches. Are you the type of fighter that gets over the losses quickly or do you just kind of, does it stay with you for a while afterwards? Well, I think it's always a loss, like a lesson learned, especially the way I'm losing my fights. I've been caught in like submission in fights. I think I've been winning the Carl Reyes fight and Victor Henry. I think if they both went the distance, I would have won. Rani Shadan caught me pretty early, but I felt like um, a lot better than him. I've been asking to rematch him, but he don't want it. So I think small lessons learned. They stay with you. Like every fight, every fight I have, that's why I like fighting so much. I learn a little bit about myself. And I learned a lot fighting Victor and really kind of gave me a confidence boost. I thought I didn't fight the best, but everyone was saying I was world class, this and that. And I was happy with my performance, but wasn't happy with the result. And I'm just going to bounce back straight away, you know, get back in the win column. And now I got another tough dude in front of me and just just keep grinding, you know. As long as you keep going, don't look back. You're not going that way, as they say. Right now, Ryzen has probably the best bantamweight division, you know, outside of the UFC, of course. You know, you're competing with those guys. Um, but you do have some of the best fighters in the world. You know, what are your thoughts on that whole situation? You're part of that division right now. You're one of the props prospects. Yeah, I like it because I see a lot of, like, interesting matchups in Ryzen. I see over in the UFC and a few other shows is, like, a lot of the Americans, they just want to wrestle, hold you down. They don't want to fight these Japanese, you know, Japanese guys like Victor Henry, Manel, Kayazakura, Horiguchi. They're all looking to finish. My teammate Top Noi, I've been training with uh, Kanahara. He's world class. It's just a lot of interesting matchups and exciting fights, you know. 
I don't want to ever be in a boring fight. I'd rather, I'd rather lose with my wild style than lay on someone and just point out a decision. I don't want to, I don't like these decisions. I like to finish fights. After Ryzen 18, you know, you return right away. Two months later, Thailand FC 3, shout out to Will Chope. Um, you yeah, won a unanimous decision in a boxing match. Why did you decide to get into the boxing side of it? Well, as most people know, I train a lot in Australia with Rodney Williams, amazing boxing coach. And pretty much Will said, you want to box? I'm like, box, MMA. He knows I don't really care. Like, I don't do it for the money, you know. I go from fighting on a big show like Ryzen, getting paid good. I'll, I'll fight you in a backyard. I'll fight you in the street. I'll fight. If you want to fight, I'll fight. I just like to compete, so... And boxing is a new challenge, and it's, it's kind of better for me because I don't have to worry about it as much. Mm-hmm. When everyone knows I like to move my head a lot, so when no one's kicking me, elbowing me, kneeing me, or shooting takedowns, it's, it's fun. It's just moving. I just try and, as they say, don't get hit. Just hit. Just hit. Make a miss. It's my style. Was it a lot, a lot of fun just boxing, you know what I mean, just to get in there against somebody and, and be able to just throw your hands? And, and what did you take away from that that boxing match? Oh, it was nice because I went four rounds. The guy was a bit, he was like, uh, fight 66 pro MMA. So I knew he was going to, I don't hit hard, but I hit accurate. So I knew we were probably going to go four rounds unless I put him down with something. So I was just, it was nice, but I had... um. My teammates, Glenn in my corner, Fabricio. It was more of, I don't know, for fun. You know, a little local show, have a nice boxing match, showcase my skills and keeping me active. You know, I don't I don't like sitting on the sidelines. I like to fight. Yeah, you're you're uh, the definition of a guy that's out there doing everything. Boxing, Muay Thai, kickboxing, MMA. You know, when you see guys that just are focused on trying to get MMA fights, or do you kind of try to give them some advice? Like, hey, man, you should go out there and just fight everything. Yeah, I think that's the best way to gain experience, you know. You fight boxing, kickboxing, you get different looks, different, and you learn, you know. It's always experience. The more fights you have, you see, like, someone with these ties with 300 fights, they don't care. A fight's like them going for a walk in the park, and that's my main goal, to get to a level where I just see it as fun you know it's been fun before it's been scary all these different emotions but the more fights you have the more calm you get and it's just it brings the best out in you i think the more active you are the less the less scared you are you know it's like oh i've done this last week oh, i've done this last month if you're waiting six months to fight one person and you're thinking about them every day it's just, it just stresses you out mm-hmm. and i don't really like i don't like these eight week camps ten week camps my life is a training camp so it's a lot easier that way, just fighting. The next month after TFC three, you went back to UAE Warriors. You you finished Jason Margallo in the third round. You know how many guys turned you down before that fight? Because I heard there was some ridiculous amount of dudes that turned you down. Honestly, if I go through like the guys that turned me down, it wasn't even the weird thing. Is they're really good guys, you know? I was like, fuck, these are tough fights, you know? I was saying yes. I was a bit worried about a few of the matchups, like grapplers or American dudes 10 and 0 undefeated. But I always say yes. Then he knows he knows how to get me to say yes. If I if he really wants me to fight, he'll just talk some shit. Like Victor Henry, one month notice, I'm like, oh yeah, fuck it, I'll fight him. Let's go. So I think it was it was honestly over ten fighters that turned me down. Jason's tough, you know, so I knew a Filipino wouldn't back down. 
and I didn't see nothing on him, so I was a bit like, um, the first minute of the fight, I'm like, I wonder what he's going to do. I knew he trained with Rolando, so I thought he was going to be a boxer, and then he hit me with one of the hardest kicks I've ever felt in my chest, and I just said, he's here, he's game, he's fighting, and i got to beat him, so I took it to the ground and just... I knew Khabib was watching, so I was trying to do some Khabibi time. If you could describe that performance, you know, after that kick to the chest, would you say it was like a clinic for yourself? Yeah, it was just... He talked a, a little bit of shit, you know, and when people... I don't like to, like, toot my own horn, but I feel like I'm at a very high level. So when someone under me really, like, they really think they can beat me, like, I was, like... I felt disrespected. I'm like, this guy really thinks he can beat me. He wants to take the fight. Okay, when I fight him, I'm not just going to... I think I could have finished him early. The commentator saying, oh, Trent keeps going back into guard. I really like the guard and half guard position where you can just hit someone, you know? It's like three punches, three points. So I was just beating him up, and then Fabricio got a bit mad in the corner in the third round. He's go, hey, bro! It's time, you know, it's time. Finish this fight. I'm like, okay. He's like, this time you just pass him out and pound him out. Then we go home, you know. I'm hungry. He talked like this. So, third round, I just came out measuring. I threw an ugly kick. I was going to spin. But then I saw his legs and I shot. And we got in a little scramble. Ended up on top and then wrapped it up. You know, I always ask you about this, man. The title, the title shot, the title picture in UAE Warriors. I know you're focused on rising, but I know that you're still likely going to go back over there to fight. Did they yeah. did they say anything to you recently? Well, every fight I've been told the next fight's a title fight. So <laughs> I think the next fight's going to be a title fight. Right, I hope. Sounds good. I'm down yeah. for five rounds. I think I do a lot better in five rounds. I fought five rounds before. And it would be like an honor to be the, the first UAE Warriors Ben White World Champion. Yeah. As I always say, I want to be, I want to be a world champion outside the UFC. All these guys, they want. Oh, I just want to be in the UFC. I want to clear out the rest of the world because I know if I get to the UFC, I want to go there and take over. Do the so like Peter Yan, you know, he represented in ACB. He took out all the challenges and defended his throne, you know. So I'm planning on one day winning the UAE Warriors belt, defending that, winning the Ryzen belt, defending that. I want to go to Brave, I want to win that belt, and then once I collect every belt outside the UFC, and then have a little run in the UFC. Your mind is different from other fighters. Other fighters are just like, oh, I'm, I'm going to the UFC, man. I'm, I'm, that's my goal. I'm going to get to the UFC as fast as possible. And then when they get there, you know what happens. You've seen it happen to many <laughs> fighters. The, you know, the lights get bright, and then they run into these other fighters that are high level, and, and what happens to them two, three fights later they're gone from the division, and you never hear about them again, right? And uh, yeah. yourself, you, you've you probably seen that, and you're kind of learning your lesson from those fighters, and you're, you're taking the different path, like, hey, I'm going to go fight all these other dudes, so when I get to the UFC, it's no surprise. Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of people, it's, I feel like most people won't be in the UFC for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. They want to be in the UFC because they're going to get more sponsors, they're going to get more girls, Everyone's going to have attention on them. I don't fight for attention. I fight because it fulfills my life. That's how I'm happy. So if I fight in the UFC or I fight in Thailand Fighting Championship, I fight here, I fight there, I fight boxing, it's making me happy. I'm not trying to please anybody else. Everyone wants to be in the UFC, but if you're going to be in the UFC, represent, knock people out, win fights, make money. 
And also the money thing, you know. Everyone's been in UFC, you get the better money, but there's other shows where you can make a lot of money. And I feel like in Ryzen, in UAE, I'm treated very well. I'm treated well. In the UFC, maybe I'm a small fish when you first get there. A lot of these guys, they're the big guy in the local scene. Then they get in the UFC, no one cares about them. So I just... I just take the one fight at a time. Just fight, 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 fight. And chill. Yeah. Chill and fight. Easy life. <laughs> uh, now, let's talk about your upcoming fight, Ryzen 21. You're taking Naoki Inouye, UFC veteran. You know, Give me your thoughts on him and the style that he brings. I'm excited about the fight. I know he's got like a karate style, but he's got a lot of submission wins. So I see. Uh, I've watched. You know how I am. I'm addicted to watching my opponents. I try to find out what they eat, what they do with their life. I know he's got like a little YouTube channel, and he lives over in America. So that's a bit weird. How these? There's two Japanese. There's Yoka and Naoki, the one I'm fighting. They both live in America. So I don't even feel that they're Japanese. Right now, I'm fighting an American, and I'm the Asian because I live in Thailand. <laughs> I've been to Japan. These guys are, like, leaving their country to train somewhere else. I came to Asia. So I'm planning on sending him back to uh, America. I just see maybe a knockout. I think I can finish this fight for sure. Knockout, submission, or three-round decision. But I know he's just got that heavy jab, throws his right hand nice. Nice hook straight. He's a very clean, simple fighter. Mm -hmm. Very dangerous, but he's got crazy. He likes to scramble, so... Maybe we're going to scramble a little bit too. It'll be interesting. What I think after the first round, he might look to start wrestling with me. That's what normally happens. On paper, if you look at it, you guys got very similar records. You're the same age. You're the same height. But what makes you different from him mostly? You know, the intangibles. I think what's different is I just don't care. <laughs> like, I'm going to go for everything. If I see a leg, I'm going for it. If I see an arm, I'm going for it. I'm trying to finish this fight standing on the ground. I just want to finish. I know he's he's got eight finishes, all submissions, but so he's never knocked somebody out. So he's probably saying, oh, I'm going to knock Chen out. The first guy, you know, he's probably been saying this all his fights, that he wants to knock somebody out. So we're going to see what he does. But I think it's just I got a higher IQ. I got better wrestling. And I just think I'm more ready. He's not ready for me. I've seen him in his two losses. He gets, he knows how to lose a fight but not get finished. So I think I'm just going to beat him up and he's going to have to quit or we're going to go to this decision and I'm going to get the win. You said that you are in training camp year-round the last couple yeah. months. Who have you been working with closely? I know you have your coaches, George and Frank, but as in sparring partners, training partners, drilling partners, who are they? It's been amazing, actually. Um, been training with Boris a lot. Boris, he's a, I think he's nine and one or ten and one or ten and two. He's from Russia, one of the Siberian gangsters. He's fighting in Pancrase the week before me, so we've been working wrestling every day, doing our own sparring. Leron Murphy from England, who's a 66 UFC fighter. Kanahara has been here for the past months. So I've been training with him. He's fighting Victor Henry. There's a lot of a lot of good guys, technical guys, Dennis, Laverick, just amazing guys at Tiger, you know. There's always a different look, so 
amazing training partners, amazing people. All right, man. One last thing before I let you go. You know, you're still young, but I know that your mind is beyond the your years. The definition of success in in combat sports. Where do you where do you think it lies? Do you think it lies in belts? Do you think it's money, or do you think it's legacy? I think it's just as long as you can look yourself in the mirror and say I'm happy with who I am. You know, a lot of fighters they worry about belts or this and that. The that's all materialistic, you know. Like I live a very simple life. I'm in a little room in Thailand. I got a post. The favorite thing in my room is my Ryzen post on my wall. This is a memory for me. Yeah, I lost that fight, but it was experience. I think it's more the experiences. Don't worry about the money. Don't worry about the belts, the trophies, this and that. Because one day that can all be burned down. All you have is your memories, and that's all I'm trying to create. Is amazing memories with my coaches, with my team. My friends and my family. So, I think just worry about making memories if you want to be a really good fighter. Because when it's all done and you're not fighting, you're gonna look at your belt and go, "Yeah, I'm the champ." You know, it's like uh, there's a good video of Mike Tyson. He throws all his belts on the ground. This is nothing, you know. I was an idiot when I was this person. So in my career, I want to say, look back one day and say, "Fuck, I was a good person. I was respected as a fighter." And yeah, I won a bunch of world titles and trophies and shit, but none of that matters. My my mom and dad really like that. They like the trophies and that. They got a little room for me with all the trophies in it. So as long as they're happy with the trophies and stuff, I don't need them. All right, man. February twenty second is Ryzen twenty one, Hama Matsu Japan. Trent, always good, man. Talking to you. I feel like uh, we've been talking for like ten years, but it's only been like three. <laughs> Yeah, three or four. Since was the first time I met you. I met you with Roger and then I met you in SFL and then Yeah. Yeah, we're pretty good friends. So we'll see each other somewhere, man. You know, I always appreciate the time, Trent. I know you I know how hard you work. At the end of the day it's the hard work. That's where I look at us, right? Hard work, dedication. It's very simple.